Sonic Flight Podcast. This is Past Master Moyer calling with my review of episode 115 entitled Brother John Siebelist PGA Pro. This was really an outstanding episode because you guys really didn't talk much about masonry. You didn't complain about what's wrong with the fraternity. John had a lot of great stories. I I wrote a couple notes down as he was speaking. Hell of a speaker. Anyway, I enjoyed, uh, you know, just talking the story about Pete and the creepy show on the History Channel. I remember watching that with my wife, and she kept saying, "Is this true? Is this true?" I said, "Yeah, just wait till the end. They'll 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 dispel everything," which they did. Enjoyed John's uh, expression, juice. Um, that must have been a great boss you had when you were at the insurance company, and he told you to follow what really juices you up. Uh, enjoyed your story about living on that house on the 15th hole, the guy you met from Letman County. And the Mr. Magoo story was absolutely hilarious. And let's see, they, uh, the, uh, the irreverent caddy story over in the UK was, was also a great one. I, I really enjoyed listening to John because I, I caddied at a private country club in Allentown when I was a teenager. So I never really got into the game, but a lot of... A lot of uh, a lot of stories I remember from those days. It's, it's amazing, the, the stuff you see out in a golf course. Dutchy Doug, Broken Plow Lodge number 377. Yeah, we're, we're all happy again. We can have these in-person meetings. I really enjoyed the uh, story about the full moon dew and, and the brothers eating the dandelion greens that keep the COVID from spreading. Brother Cronkite, uh, alcove body. I forget what you said that stood for. Anyway, as usual, it was... Hilarious. And finally, Maris, you didn't really say much of anything in this episode until they cued the chickens. So keep up the good work, keep your mouth shut, and don't try and be funny. I'll be in touch with you guys after my review of, uh, or after I listen to episode 116. Talk to you later. Bye. From the new recording lair located deep beneath the Wine and Spirit Store in Ephrata, Pennsylvania. You're listening to the Masonic Light Podcast. Studio 665 presents Masonic Light Podcast. This show is recorded by Masons, for Masons, and is for entertainment purposes only. And please, no wagering. This podcast is not endorsed by any Grand Lodge, and the ridiculous ramblings of the hosts are their own. And now, here's your host. And welcome, everyone. Uh, it's episode 117 of Masonic Late Podcast. We it's think. actually 116. Oh, yeah. okay. Let's there try that again. See, see it's one sixteen. Um, That's what kind so of well, show it's going to be tonight, people. We're just going to let it go. So what's going on, ready. everybody? Hope uh, everybody's doing well, and hope the hopefully more of you have gotten the uh, the crazy shot. At least one of the good one. Um, Tim, what have you been up to since we last spoke? Well, um, I uh, was recently released from the Central Pennsylvania Burn Unit. Uh, I've still got my uh, burn gloves on um, from getting my wrist slapped. Um, (laughs) 
So uh, those of you who pay really close attention to uh, this podcast and uh, any of our proposed spinoffs will know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) So um, anyway, beyond that, um, we had a a type. Did you get a typed cease and desist order? No, this was a phone call. <laughs> from the bat phone. <laughs> from the bat phone. Yeah, this was uh this was a phone call. So it was like Ugh. what everybody wants to wake up to, right? Ah, so anyway, moving on. Um we recently at uh, Eureka West Shore Lodge number 302 had our official visit um as part of our stated meeting. Uh we hosted the District 3 Oyster Feed. Uh, where we had, I don't know, 30 or 40 folks show up, I think. What do you um, feed those oysters? Yeah. Um, I don't know what they were feeding them, but they were good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we had 55 in attendance at our stated meeting, uh, which was really good. And we were visited by two right worshipful past grand officers. Uh, so it was a big night. Yeah. And they weren't there to see me, thank God. So um, let's see. Beyond that, um, just um, again, trying to recover from the uh, burns I received. And uh, that's about it. Larry, did uh, you guys do breakfast this week? Uh, yeah, actually, Goose and Grand Iron's been going pretty good. Uh, we don't have a huge attendance between 8 and 12, but not bad. And the nice thing about it is everybody does have their vaccine, so we're in pretty good shape. And uh, hoping to see more people slowly drift back in, and that's good. And been doing some other things on the side for Freemasonry, but other than that, it's been still sort of quiet, but I'm expecting the next month to be very busy. And, okay, I guess that's the future. Tall Cedars is coming back. Yay! Larry, you're the only one in America that's excited about <laughs> Tall Cedars coming back. So is Carol, believe it or not. Really? She just yes. wants you out of the house. Oh, God, yeah. No, she goes no, with she them. goes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll go next because I'll talk a little bit about Tall Cedars. Um, I became secretary a couple of years ago. We call it Scribe in Tall Cedars. And I was painting this bleak picture of how we have no money. We have $50,000 in the bank, but it was like getting literally 0.01% interest. So after lots of uh, like wrangling of people and votes and votes and mailings, we got $50,000 invested into a thing called American funds back uh, in December. And we just got our first statement as of today. And this is, and this is with fees taken out. We have uh, made $2,775. Nice. Nice. Now that's a, my idiot math it's about 20 if if it continued like that it'd be 20 percent for the year which is insane and that's not going to continue but hey at least next year we can give away scholarship money again so and maybe i can get paid and who knew that this podcast could be looked upon for investment advice (laughs) 
What is the what is the disclaimer? Um, yeah. All, all investments carry risks and may not be uh, suitable for all investment strategies. Please consult your own financial consultant. There you go. There we go. Um, so other than that, um, Masonically, I haven't done too awful much other than get ready for the uh, Pennsylvania Grotto Association. I'll tell, talk a little bit more about that about the end. Um, I was just on a trip to Louisville with a, um, a bunch of other Masons from a group I'm in. And it was a blast. Um, we did uh, distillery tours and yeah, it was just fun. So it's a great city. If you ever get a chance to go to Louisville, Louis okay, Tim's No, you said it right the first time. Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> Either way, it's not Louisville. <laughs> it's not or Louisville, Louisville or Louisville. No. Uh, Jack, what have you been up to? Well, we had our first stated meeting yesterday, and it was also the installation of officers and the word of the chair ceremony. Oh, and it was sorry, I missed. It that. was great. We were very pleased. Um, the guys have are, are are doing good. The officers are very enthusiastic. We're we're uh, rebuilding the the officer line again, as every lodge has to do. You have to constantly be backfilling the officer line. But what was really exciting was that it was opened on the entered apprentice degree. And we had three guys who are in the pipeline right now came to the meeting. Cool. Nice. So, yeah. They lose. are very enthusiastic. They, they know the work. Uh, they're excited about advancing. And that's, that's the part of this that really, really, I, I, I dig the most is the, you know, just, just seeing the next, I don't want to say generation of guys come in, but, but, you know, the next class of guys that are excited about being a part of it and excited about learning about what it really means. And that's all just fantastic. I love it. So that's, that's my most recent thing. We've, we had Grotto the other night at Beersheba. Uh, that was a or afternoon really. We, that's, that's kind of nice. Actually, we meet Beersheba meets the second Sundays in, Honeybrook and they, they meet, they, we get together at one o'clock and we have lunch and then we have a meeting at two and you know, you're home for dinner. It's uh it's kind of nice. So you're not driving home in the dark and the rain and the snow. And after having spent the whole afternoon in a bar, so it's kind of nice, but that's it for now. Joshua. Uh, just, you know, greasing the wheels of the, finely tuned machine that is Lamberton Lodge number 476. <laughs> um, is it still on the wheels or has it gone off the wheels? Oh, no, it's on the wheels. It's just not on the track anymore. <laughs> um, In college, we greased the tracks. That was a different thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we ended up having to cancel our meeting and do another meeting virtually because uh, not not everybody could show up. So. Um, other than that, just, uh, you know, living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> How's the new lodge room? Oh, uh, over at the Masonic center. It's good. Um, we're actually going to be meeting there next month, okay. but, uh, I'll talk about that. In a little Are bit you allowed more. to walk on the carpet? Levitation is the, uh, preferred. <laughs> <laughs> And we have to learn 
learn an old Hindu mantra to be able to do that. Right. <laughs> oh, Jack, uh, our show is brought to us by some very important people. Who brings us our Who brings our show to us or to you? You're, you're asking me. Wow, that would be that would be our Patreons, Pete. Our Patreons. Uh, that who can be uh, joined by <laughs> typing into your, your little URL thingy, uh, patreon.com slash Masonic Light Podcast, you know, where you can sign up to donate your life savings or any portion thereof to support this show. Tim, tell us more. You can certainly contribute your life savings, but for as little as $1 a month. <gasps> Not gonna say. Oh, go ahead, say it. Buck, do it. Do it. A dollar for as little as one dollar a month. You can uh, add your name to the illustrious list of Patreons. Patrons on Patreon, I think, is the official way of referring to that. And as an added bonus, for those of you who who are already in the queue you will be receiving a special treat for the first time in the history of Masonic Light Podcast. Assuming we review this stuff and none of us would get in trouble, um, <laughs> we're going to release the video stream of this to our, Patre- to our Patreon supporters. So uh, get your self signed up quickly and... Uh, can't wait to see what this thing turns out like. You can see how the sausage is made. It's, it's a so scary thing. Yeah, so you can see how handsome some of us are. Watch Larry <laughs> picking his nose over there. And, and <laughs> Josh dozing off on the sideline. There it is. Nice. Thanks, Larry. <laughs> Tupac Harley over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with the uh, more Masonic Light podcast. Why choose George J. Grove & Sons for your next home improvement project? At George J. Grove & Sons, we've built our reputation on quality and trust for more than 50 years. For planning to materials to installation, George J. Grove promises a home improvement experience second to none. Whether your goal is reducing energy costs, decreasing maintenance, updating curb appeal, or simply increasing the value of your home, the George J. Grove team will recommend and provide solutions that stand the test of time. Call 717-393-0859 for an estimate or visit us at georgejgrove.com. And we're back with uh, the rest of or, or the next part of episode one sixteen, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna throw it to Larry because Larry has put together an actual schedule of things for us to talk about tonight. We don't have a guest tonight, uh, so it's just gonna be us. And sometimes we accidentally put together a decent show when we do this, uh, but we're so excited to be back in Lodge 
that we just want to talk about what's going on and, and how we feel about it. And we, we, um, <laughs> and we figured out how to use different filters on Zoom. So, Lord, I'm glad I didn't know about these when we were our, doing business meetings on Zoom because our Patreons are <laughs> loving this. <laughs> okay. Uh, if, you, if you're not a patron on Patreon, you should do that right now. Just, just put us on pause and go sign up. But, Larry, why don't you tell us about what we're going to be talking about and then we'll tell uh, us what we're going to talk we'll about. One of, the, one of the things you mentioned was it's good to be back in Lodge. Not all of us in Pennsylvania are back in Lodge. A lot of us are not. That's forward thinkers and movers you are. That's wonderful. And we commend you for that. But we want to talk about that. And particularly since we have a pretty wide listening audience, uh, we want to talk about maybe what's going on in some other states. And, and again, we don't really know, but you can let us know. Send us an email. Send us a message, however you want to do it, to Masonic Light Podcast. And let us know if you're meeting and what's going on. And you're excited to be back. Better yet, do we still have an opportunity to drop a voice message on a recording somewhere, Pete? Yeah, I think we, we do. A, yeah. Okay, I, I, I don't number. think I've heard the telephone number in months. So, um, if if Email if you've us. got something to say, you'd like to leave, drop a message for us. Drop it at um, MasonicLightPodcast at gmail dot com uh, or a phone number. Do we have a phone number? No, I, we don't have that anymore. We don't have a phone number anymore. Uh, okay, never mind. All right, yeah, just uh, drop a voice message at masoniclightpodcast at gmail.com. How boring. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Larry. And, go ahead. And the second item we want to talk about is we actually the end of this month are beginning our fifth year broadcasting, and uh, I'm kind of excited about things. And I don't know that we'll talk about anything specifically tonight, but we're going to be talking about four years of doing this and uh, the beginning of fifth. So we want to talk a little bit about that. Uh, we want to talk about this new book club that started up by some renegade, rene uh, renegade uh, which actually is turning out to be pretty darn interesting. So we want to talk about Agora, the Masonic book club. I also too uh, want to talk to Pete about all the work and things that he's been doing with the, uh, the PGA, the Pennsylvania Grotto Association, big meeting coming up, big meeting, and he's going to talk about that and whether you can still attend or not. Mm. Mm. And, uh, I think we'll also talk about maybe some future guests that we're working on and uh, hopefully to, oh, Tim may have a message about Blue Lodge Secretary. What's that, Tim? Oh, the Blue Lodge Secretary. Yeah, yeah. We'll hold that for later. That, oh, we'll hold uh, that for last. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. <laughs> all right, Josh, you can cut that out if you want to. But anyway, starting. <laughs> that's kind of like one when when we you introduce a guest and you talk for like 45 minutes. <laughs> he does oh, that so well. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you Jack wanted me to set the agenda. All right, well, no, I wanted you to start one item at a time, Larry. I didn't want you to list the agenda, but it, th that worked. Well, it's okay. Josh, Josh, feel free to cut any of that out. Yeah, Josh, oh, don't. don't I'm don't just messing with you, Larry. Don't touch a thing. Um, no, so Josh. anyway, the first thing that you had on your list, Larry, was we're excited to be back at Lodge. So yeah. I, I just mentioned when we started that um, that I'm excited because uh, the, the ritual work that I saw uh, at Lodge last night was was very good. Um, 
it, 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 it makes me feel good to know that, that the guys still care about it, that they showed up, uh, that all the chairs will fall. It was just, it was just great to, to meet again with the brothers in the lodge. Um, a lot of the older fellows, you know, were bragging about having been vaccinated and they could go, you know, compete in the Olympics now. Um, but, um, but it was just, it was just good to be back. It's, I don't know who's Tim, you've been back a while, right? Yeah. You know, amazingly at Eureka West Shore Lodge number 302, we actually met eight times in 2020, which is pretty amazing if you think about it. Um, But we, the timing of our meetings being the first Monday, we kind of avoided a couple of the shutdowns. But one of the things that we discovered, and I think some of our uh, incoming people got to see this, and some of our old timers got to see this, is they got to see Freemasonry beyond what goes on in that building. Um, the reaching out and helping brethren. Um, you know, we had a couple of times where we reached out and contacted our um, older folks. Um, we uh, got to have our Zoom casts where we got to have a lot of good fellowship and we're still continuing to do that. Um, but, you know, as, as, I've, as I've seen other lodges open, that's the big thing that, and I think that's what you were describing, Jack, was that you got to see the ritual again. Uh, you got to have the fellowship again. Um, it, it's really what, uh, you know, when we, when we think about those aspects that we talked about in an earlier episode, the aspects of Freemasonry, uh, you're really getting to see the full range of those again as we open up. Um, yes. And uh, yes, Horace, our Horace pins from uh, Grotto. Yeah, it's it's um, it, it's just great. I mean, I mean, and like I said before, the the new guys are. are I mean, think about it. Some of these guys joined a year and four months ago. Yeah, and they haven't been able to progress beyond that. I mean, and they're still here, and they're coming back, and they want to finish. And it, it's just it's it's really exciting. Uh, I, I think as 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 much as it will change everything. I th- there's been so much Masonic education available, especially over things like Zoom. I mean, I-, I had to give up trying to log into things to see Masonically um, because there was something every night. There was there was sometimes two and three uh, Masonic presenters on the on, on some kind of a Zoom meeting or whatever uh, talking about cool stuff. Uh, there's literally just, around the globe. I mean, you, you know. Starting yeah, absolutely. England, yeah. Scotland, um, it was it was fantastic, and and I think that's going to help propel us uh, as, as we come back. I think it's a I think it's going to turn out to be a, a great thing. It'll it'll call the it'll call the herd a little bit for sure. Um, I know we didn't a lot of the a lot of the old time guys you know weren't at the meeting last night, um, and and maybe they're out of the habit now forever. I don't know, but the but it 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 definitely um it it definitely bodes well for the education component the um the ritual component i i, I just I, I look forward to a really good time in freemasonry i think it's going to be good yeah i i hope this maybe starts a trend i mean we were for years the the concept of bringing a camera in the lodge room and, and recording something seemed crazy but you know, the speakers you were mentioning, 
just they're around the world, you know, in one get one night, there may be maybe five good Masonic speakers at lodges. And there's about 10,000 bad speakers at Masonic lodges. If we can get some of those good speakers on record, then we can all, we, we can all enjoy it and we can all learn from it. So that's what I was saying when, when um, we're seeing on Facebook, people are doing things online you really had an opportunity to say, Hey, that's of interest to me. I want to log on and I want to, I want to see it. And, you know, I, I think especially in, in lodges that are less in a metropolitan area, they may not have access to such good speakers <clears throat> and such good, you know, good guests. So mm -hmm. I think this will hope hopefully this will continue. And I'd love to see in the future, I don't want a whole lodge meeting live streamed, um, obviously, but, you know, I don't think you have to worry about that. I don't think that's going to be allowed to happen. But yeah. I mean, if you could, we could at least start recording, say the speakers, um, you know, that way there's nothing secret covered, but this, I, I just think a lot of the education is good for everybody. I agree. Dead air. Here we go. Larry, you've 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 been one that's kind of because of uh, your health have kind of been restricted from even participating in the most basic stuff. The most, um, how do you feel about this? I mean, oh, I, I feel I feel good about it because I've got I've grown a third eye with all the vaccines, and I'm really on top of it. Now I feel very comfortable in it, and I, I missed it. I, I I missed it a lot, and it got to the point where. I'm very excited to get back in it again and do things. Not an officer though, Josh. <laughs> but anyway, no, uh, yeah, I was very apprehensive. I had a whole lot of health issues this past year and getting COVID and having my wife who did have it, uh, it was a pretty scary situation. So I wasn't uh, too enthralled in getting back too early, uh, but I feel very confident now and uh, hey, I'm enjoying going to breakfasts again, and uh, I'm going to be enjoying a lot of going back to meetings again. I do, I did miss it, really. So I'm looking forward to it. And I don't have a reluctance like I did, Tim. What was uh, what was item number B on your list, Larry? Uh, we we're going to talk about our fifth year. We started in two weeks. We've been actually at this podcast is broadcasting now for four solid years when does my 401k get vested right me um, too <laughs> after after the fifth year after the fifth that's, year okay. that's standard that's standard throughout the country good I want but what we do as soon as you get close we fire you uh, like like our last <laughs> producer he, he closed it on five years so we had to huh. move him along you're a fortune 500 company then okay let's see how it is <laughs> Yeah, we're looking at bringing, I'm looking at uh, and, and coordinating with everybody here, of course, uh, bringing back some of our past guests, uh, guests and some of them have preliminarily agreed to, to do that. A few. Have you, have, Larry, have you reached out to the crazy Australians? Uh, yes, I have actually. Have you? Okay, good. Because we need to party with those guys. The, the, the federal justice for the uh, crown in Victoria. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's blah, blah, blah. Yet, but he's fast mm -hmm. becoming it. Jesus, God, what a guy. Well, he's yeah. not the wild and crazy one. He's the 
the sa- sober and tame one. We're talking about the the uh, the guy we can't understand. Oh, Steve, Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. Yeah, Steve yeah. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> we can get him back on, but we need an interpreter. And David and David Ellingsworth. David is David's our hero. We can get David back whenever we want. Actually, all right. Nicholas Lane from Canada. I'm going. We're going to have him on the show, and I've been communicating with him about a few things. Uh, also, too, I think we should reach out to Simon Polkingham again. And back I, on the show. I, I sent him a screenshot of that uh, that that uh, uh, website count thing that uh, that you put up, Josh. I, I sent him a copy of that, and he was floored. He's like, "Number one, yes." He has become our number one episode. <laughs> he's our most popular episode. Right. I think it's because he's actually viewed it seven thousand times. Is what happened? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm pretty sure. So that's that's one of the things we're looking forward to in, uh, for the fifth year. And just to let everybody know, it takes a lot. Now, if you're viewing this, you're probably thinking this is easy. It's not. When we really put a show together and we have guests on, it's a lot of work. It really is. Josh makes Anyways. it look good. Josh it, it's it's it a lot of work for Josh. The rest of us were just getting drunk and acting foolish. So, <laughs> Jack, let's let's switch topics. Uh oh. You started along with several other guys, but mainly you. You started a Masonic book club. It's called Agora. A G O R A. It's Greek for something or other. Uh, it means it's it's the market. It was the name of the marketplace in Athens, oh, where okay. the uh, where the philosophers would sit and charge people to hear them talk, kind of like what we do. Yeah. Um, so, exactly. yeah. So it's the Agora, a Masonic book discussion, and um, it's on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, look it up. If you're not on Facebook, um, sorry, you'll miss it. But we put out a book. We we put out a, actually a poll to decide which book we're going to read and the group decides what book we're going to read. And then uh, on the first Wednesday of each month at seven o'clock Eastern time, um, we just get together like this on zoom and talk about what we've read. And it's, it's, it is, it's a discussion. It's not a lecture about the book. It's, it's a discussion about what we all got out of the book. So anybody that's interested in it, uh, just send a a request to be admitted into the group. And probably I will admit you into the group. If if your Facebook (laughs) profile has has no birthday, no place of residence, no school history, no job, no nothing, you probably won't get admitted into the group. (laughs) But if you're a regular person, you probably will. Uh, it's, um, we're all Masons and we talk about Masonic stuff, but it's not necessarily a Masonic group. Although, uh, all of us are, I think so far, Jack, we need to figure out a way to, to monetize this kind of like Oprah's book club. Like we can have our list. You think <laughs> then soon all these Masonic authors will be, uh, lining up, giving us payola to uh, mention their books. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, I've seen our hit count. We're not going to get payola, I promise. <laughs> but it's fun. Um, there's, I mean, there's, there's been some interesting uh, books. We're only a couple of books into it, but um, it, it's really open ended, and it's just whatever you're interested in reading. And we, we seem to be diving down an esoteric trail right now. But 
that may change. Um, but I, um, I just, I like to read and I like to discuss books and I've found a, a group of people that seem to like that. And anybody else that would like to join us, please know you're welcome. Just, uh, just reach out the Agora, A G O R A, a book, disc- a Masonic book discussion is what it is. It's awesome. It really is doing a good job, Jack. Thanks. All right. Um, Tim is making brake noises, so we probably should pump the brakes here. Um, Larry, do you need to pee? No, no. Actually, I'm I'm okay, although I drank four cups of water. Uh, Catheter? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, let's, let's take that break. At the historic Smithton Inn of Ephrata, Pennsylvania, we're pleased to serve the latest creations from Weathered Vineyard Winery, along with spirits from Thistle Finch Distillery in Lancaster. All to be experienced in the tasting room of a beautifully restored 18th century bed and breakfast. Cigars by DNS Cigar are available for your enjoyment in the courtyard. The historic Smithton Inn is convenient to Lancaster County's most interesting attractions. Just minutes from the Ephrata Cloister and the Green Dragon Farmer's Market, and a short drive can get you to charming Lidditz, thriving downtown Lancaster, as well as Hershey, Bird in Hand, and Intercourse, or Valley Forge and Gettysburg. Whether you're looking for a romantic getaway or an active vacation full of sightseeing and attractions, the historic Smithton Inn will be a welcoming oasis from everyday life, one that you'll want to visit again and again. Stop in and visit at 900 West Main Street in Ephrata, Pennsylvania, or check out our website at historicsmithtoninn.com or simply call us at 717-733-6094. Just ask for Passmaster Dave. And we're back. Um, we are just kind of potpourriing it tonight. Um, <laughs> the next it's item... code for we didn't prepare. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> or when all of our uh, invited guests turn us down. Um, so, Pete, um, you have been doing a lot of work with PGA, and um, I know those of us here in Central Pennsylvania are looking forward to uh, a big event. So, uh, why don't is you that, tell us about? Is that a, is that a golf outing? It's a golf yeah. outing. Yeah, it's is like it? our last guest that I came in thinking um, he was a grotto guy. <laughs> Turned out he was a uh, golfer. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, in this case, PGA stands for the Pennsylvania Grotto Association. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And, um, you know, n- annually we have two meetings, a spring and a fall. And the spring's always uh, casual. And in the falls, we do a little more dress up and we also in- in- install the new, uh, whoever the new president's going to be. So, you know, half of, I guess, four months of my year was all tied up with COVID. And I wasn't sure if we were going to have a meeting or not. But as president, it's my job to plan it. So I went and planned it anyway. And I think now, because of us opening back up, and the timing's pretty good, we have a fairly decent crowd. We have like 32 people as of right now coming for dinner on Saturday night. But um, so we're going to have it in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And what I try to do is put together a whole fun weekend. So when you get there on Friday, um, once everybody gets checked into the rooms, we're going to be going out to a 
dinner at the Good and Plenty, which is a family-style Amish-type restaurant. And it's really good food. Um, should be a good time. Saturday morning, we do a little a short business meeting. But then our, our friends and the ladies are going to go on a bus tour of Amish country um, and the Amish farm and house, which is a touristy thing. But uh, they they it's educational. I'm sorry. But they do provide these little buses that do a 90 minute tour in the countryside. And they miraculously stop at bakeries and things that are clients of theirs. So. In the afternoon, our friends Christopher Gibson and Jay Laser unearthed this old degree called the Pennsylvania Dutch Farm Degree from the bowels of the Masonic Center. And anybody that's been in that building knows the bowels there are very terrible. So we have over 100 people coming for this degree on Saturday, which is kind of uh, freaking me out because of COVID reasons. Um. I mean, I'm protected, but, you know, I just don't want to irritate the hotel. So we're going to try and cap it at like 110 tops. And I know more people will show up, but we're trying to cap it. So, you know, I'm trying to do my due diligence. Um, and it's a silly degree. Um, you, if you're in the first 110, you get a nice lapel pin and a me lifetime membership card. I don't know what else. Saturday night, we do. Um, There's going to be a lot of drinking in the hospitality rooms as well. So, anyway, it's a lot of work. Um, I hope it's fun. Larry, are you coming? No, my daughter's 40th birthday party in Reading on Saturday. Saturday till 11. Larry, thanks for your support. Yep. <laughs> you, you, did you give the date, Pete? Hey, my, my daughter is family. That's number one. Well, you won't have much time if you listen to this right away, but it'll be Saturday the 24th uh -huh. in the city of Lancaster in Pennsylvania. Oh, Saturday the 24th. Oh, it's this weekend. No, it's next weekend. Oh, I'll be there. <laughs> well, it'll be nice if you Unless you're listening to this on the podcast, and then it could be any weekend no, in the past no, I'll that's be already there. happened. So. Well, I would, it'll, it'll uh, actually recommend be, it'll that be at you the register. end of this week. If you're listening to it on the day it's released. Yeah, I'd recommend, Larry, that you register. Um, yeah, yeah, I need to do that. But I'm coming to dinner or anything like that, but I'm going to be there, yeah. So anyway, maybe a good brief discussion. My, my point of the degree of doing that this, this weekend, and I'm inviting Master Masons to come out on Saturday, and the guys that are actually putting the degree on are from the Lancaster County Shrine Club. And I'm also having the current Grand Tall Cedar there selling um, roses for muscular dystrophy. My feeling here is that we need to have more kind of district-wide events for Master Masons. And so, and at the same time, I'm trying to expose Grotto to everybody. Um, in this area, Grotto is kind of new, so a lot of folks still don't know about it. But that's that's my thinking. Instead of, and I would love to get Masons in this area to do something similar. So if you have a good event, invite everybody. 
Because it, it irritates me that we have so many crappy events. If we only had the good ones, the the attendance would go way up. So, so if somebody wanted to attend this thing on Saturday the 24th. 24th, what would they need to do? And when would they need to do it by? Hmm. Well, you would need to let me, well, you probably, if you're just hearing this on the radio, you might not be able to do it in time, but I'd say if you want to, if you're close, if you're nearby, you're welcome to stop by anytime on Saturday and come up to the hospitality room and join us. I'm just concerned if you RSVP, after you hear this, it'll be too late to get into the restaurant. But I'm I'm good in the hospitality suite. That's fine. Yeah, you can drink with us. Nice. Commitment-free drinking, it's my thing. Yes. Okay. All right. That's so we're going to take uh, one more break, and we'll come back and wrap this show up, and uh, we'll probably hear from some of our uh, favorite guests, and uh, we'll be right back. As far back as the mid-1800s, records exist describing the pre-meaning tradition of brethren smoking cigars during and after gatherings. To this day, the practice of smoking cigars remains very much alive in many lodges. This custom is considered a time for brethren to relax, exchange ideas, and enjoy the simplicity and fellowship that is the very essence of our brotherhood. This is what Hireman Solomon Cigars is all about. Our starting principles are to bring Masonic brethren together in the harmony of a good cigar. Pull up a chair, sit back, light up any of our premium cigars, and enjoy the history. Hireman Solomon Cigars can be found at fine cigar retailers. For a complete list, visit HiremanSolomonCigars.com or check them out on social media to find out when they'll be at a live event near you. Hireman Solomon Cigars is pleased to be the official cigar of the Masonic Light Podcast. Unlocking Symbols with Symbologist Michelle Snyder. Episode 20. Dragons Unlocked. The job of our golden key is unlocking the true nature of symbols. The dragon may well be the most conceptually polarized symbol today. Fascinating to young and old alike, dragons guard treasures, bring good fortune, kidnap princesses, and are slain by knights. The bravest men are in awe of their power and majesty. They reflect the divide between Eastern and Western cultures, and like all archetypal symbols, this one lives around the world. Dragon lore stems from observations of dinosaur bones at Central Asia's Flaming Cliffs by the Celts and Greeks around 4500 BC. When they migrated west from Asia, stories of fantastic, powerful beasts came with them. The word dragon is only a few centuries old, so there must have been other names for the enormous creatures. Dragons symbolize power, prosperity, and nobility, yet the symbolism differs worldwide. Some are ferocious and destructive, and others are bringers of good fortune and happiness. Dragons can be as small as a silkworm, or can fill the entire sky. Some can live 300 years, and some are immortal. 
They are at home in the air, on earth, in fire, or in water. Dragons are symbols of immense power and represent the vast primal forces that support the material realm. In Norse mythology, the dragon Jormungan circles the entire world of Midgard, holding the world together. Western and Christian symbolism emphasizes the negative side of the dragon's power and energy. The dragon foe was synonymous with Satan and has come to symbolize evil. Western literature uses dragons to symbolize intense passion. In the Grail stories, the dragon, which Lancelot kills, is associated with adulterous love. In Oriental mythology, the dragon is a positive force and is revered. Four-toed dragons are associated with the four elements of, antiqu of antiquity. Five-toed dragons are associated with Chinese emperors, thus connecting the emperors to the realm of the gods. Regular citizens are not allowed to have or depict five-toed dragons under penalty of death. Serpents and dragons are frequently used in chemical, alchemical symbolism some with wings representing things volatile, and some with no wings, denoting fixed elements. A three-headed serpent symbolizes the Philosopher's Stone, composed of spirit, soul, and body. Dragons are a popular subject of all kinds of art, both new and ancient. Today, they populate films, toys, fashions, music, books, and promotions. They aren't going anywhere. If you enjoy symbology, read Hidden in Plain Sight by symbologist Michelle Snyder. Next time, we will uncover the circular secrets of rings. If you'd like to take a deeper look, be sure to check out Michelle's book, Symbology Revision. A link for purchase can be found on the Freea Foundation website. That's freafoundation.net. While you're there, take a look at some of Michelle's other works and find out more about the Freea Foundation and its mission to research and publish the Ensman archives. Okay, so uh, it's time to uh, bring this uh, crazy show to an end. Jack, what do you got coming up in the next few weeks? I have, well, on Saturday, which will be the Saturday prior to this show being released, I will have um, participated in a first, a second, and a third degree at Ephrata Lodge on Saturday this uh, coming. And then on Thursday of this week, uh, I will be conferring a third degree at Ephrata Lodge number 665, free and accepted Masons of Pennsylvania and jurisdictions thereunto belonging. Uh, so if anybody would like to see it done correctly, you're welcome to join, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome to join us. Uh, Thursday night, uh, that would be the 22nd at Ephrata Lodge. Uh, visitors are always welcome. And uh, what else do I have? I have Grotto coming up. Uh, well, actually, it's funny because PGA will be happening Friday and Saturday, and then Uber Grotto is happening on Sunday. So it should be a grotastic week. And who's oh. going to be the special guest at Grotto? I don't know. Dutchy Doug. Dutchy is Doug is is he? A Dutchy Doug is coming to Uber Grotto. Dutchy Doug is joining Uber Grotto. What? Yeah. And That's he's going to be the program. So if any of you hangers-on or groupies uh, want to uh, be with Dutchy Doug, you can come to Ubar Grotto at John Wright's Restaurant on Sunday in the afternoon after 4.15. Uh, April 25th. April 25th. Drink and at the bar. 
and be a part of that and uh, tip your servers because they and, and I will be there. All right. So, Larry, tell us uh, what you got coming up Masonically. Oh, Goose and Gridiron, of course, uh, this coming Thursday and next week. Tall Cedars. We're back, baby. We're back. <laughs> All chicken right. Florentine, everybody. Chicken Florentine. And now uh, <laughs> settle down. No, it's chicken cold and blue. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, cold and blue? Oh. <laughs> okay, Pete. Yeah, they, don't, they don't have Italian. I'm the only Italian. Sorry, no Florentine. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, what do you got coming up? You know, really, uh, trying to um, work on PGA. I just got the um, Grand Monarch RSVP'd. One second. Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Grand Monarch, Talia Tala, and, is, uh, and Lady Angelina will be attending, um, which will be kind of cool. Um, so, yeah, that's a little stressful. Let's see what else. That, that's it for me. That and Cedars. Okay. Josh, how about you? Uh, just trying to uh, wrangle a bunch of people into chairs for stated meeting and degrees coming up. We've got uh, two first degrees and a third degree in, uh, in May. So we'll be having two different degree nights and we'll need a lot of, a lot of people in chairs. So that's what... Hey Josh, not for nothing, couple. not for nothing. But if you need help, let me just just give me a shout. Yeah, me too. Okay, thanks guys. All right. Okay, well, me too. Yeah, Jack has. Uh, yeah, we put on. Uh, we installed Josh. After all, we should confer a degree, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got uh, Uber Grotto with uh, our own Dutchy Doug coming up on the twenty fifth. I've actually got the cigar lodge, but if you're listening to this, you just missed it. Um, <laughs> True. Nanner, nanner. Uh, but uh, the good news is that in May, the Cigar Lodge will be meeting on Saturday, May the 22nd, in conjunction with the Valley of Harrisburg reunion that's going to be virtual outside uh, with a chicken barbecue um, and a Cigar Lodge to boot. So um, we What's may. The uh, for that, Tim? Uh, that is Saturday, May 22nd. Um, and I don't have the exact details, but you can go to Valley of Harrisburg, uh, website and, um, get the particulars and, uh, actually buy, uh, tickets for that. Um, and, uh, so that's, that's coming up. Uh, obviously we have, um, stated meeting of Eureka West Shore Lodge coming up on the 3rd of May. Um, we hope to be conferring a couple of degrees later that same week. Um, and I guess that's about it. Uh, hopefully, we will be doing a relaunch of the uh, Blue Lodge Secretary, uh, and we're going to do it in such a way that nobody gets uh, suspended or anything. <laughs> <laughs> or drops from the roles of. Dropped from the roles thereof. Um, anyway, um, yeah, uh, tune into your local channels for that. So, uh, Is it, Tim, is it like the mafia? You now have a, a couple new silent business partners in your endeavor. Uh, that may be the case. I'm, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> no. I think uh, you know. To be honest, and and again, I don't want to get a whole lot into it, but I think there were just a lot of misunderstandings about what the intent was, and so we've clarified that, and um, hopefully, we've uh, 
got some folks uh, understanding what uh, what it really was going to be about. So anyway, uh, Larry, uh, you ready to take us out of here? I'm ready to take us out of here. All right, Josh, cue those chickens. I close tonight without the usual aplomb. Instead, I want to talk about homecoming. We as Masons in Pennsylvania are coming out of a slumber, a time of reflection, a time of fear. It's a hard comeback, apprehensive, uncertainty, kind of like going to a junior high school dance where the girls are on one side and the boys are on the other, and the distance in between is insurmountable. But like in junior high, one or two brave dudes cross that threshold and start a process. That becomes- Are you high? I always hated those guys. Life goes on. Fears set aside and all becomes good again. And so, so it will be with our craft. We'll cross that threshold in Pennsylvania in May. Me, I'm going to be one of those dudes that crosses that dance floor. Welcome back, brothers. Welcome back. Nice. Well done, Larry. Larry, that was hilarious. Thank you. Big funny. I'm laughing at Archie Bunker. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. Well, goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. You like night, night, everybody. Bye, everybody. Turn out good, guys. <laughs>